Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quinarius was the governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own hometown to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Christ, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. As the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told by the angels. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise him, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he had been conceived. When the time of their purification according to the law of Moses had been completed, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, just as you've promised, you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled, at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, 
This child is destined to the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phinuel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old and had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was eighty-four years old. She never left the temple, but worshipped day and night, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Mary and Joseph had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. As the child grew and became strong, he was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of Passover. When he was twelve years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you everywhere. Why were you searching for me? he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they didn't understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother treasured all of these things in her heart, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So there was a census, and Joseph and Mary had to go from Nazareth in Galilee to Bethlehem because Joseph was descended from David, and his hometown was Bethlehem. So although he lived in Nazareth normally, he had to travel to Bethlehem. Now, Bethlehem is known as the city of David. Before Bethlehem was the city of David, it was the city of his ancestors, Boaz and Ruth. And so if you've ever read uh, the book of Ruth, it's only four chapters. It's the story of Boaz marrying Ruth, and then, of course, it's set in the town of Bethlehem. And so they were the ancestors of King David, and King David had been prophesied to be the ancestor of the Messiah after the, the fleshly lineage. And, of course, this town, Bethlehem, had been prophesied as the birthplace of the coming Messiah. So even though Joseph and uh, Mary were going to be resident in Nazareth, they had to travel to Bethlehem for this census. And while they were in Bethlehem, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, according to the prophetic scriptures, the word that had been given previously, that he would be born in the city of David. And so verse 1 says, So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And so they were there in the city of David. Bethlehem, the word Bethlehem is a contraction of two Hebrew words. Bet is house and Lechem is bread. So the house of bread, that's the name of the city, is the house of bread. Of course, Jesus would later identify himself as the bread of life. So the bread of life was born in the house of bread. It's an interesting play on words. 
In verse 10, we read that the angels appeared to some shepherds out in a field to tell them that the Messiah, the King of Israel, was being born in Bethlehem, that they should go see him. And the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. Now, I've often wondered, why did the angels come to shepherds in a field? In other words, they could have appeared to any vocational group. And this is personal opinion, what I'm about to tell you, and not any great theological insight from word studies or whatever. But I believe that the angels came to shepherds because Jesus was born to be our shepherd. I believe that Jesus was the one that Psalm 23 speaks of. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so the shepherds were performing a role in the natural, similar to what Jesus would do. Jesus would become the shepherd of all people, just as these men were shepherd of sheep. And so the angel, I believe, in a prophetic expression of the mission statement for Jesus, came to shepherds to announce the coming of Jesus the Messiah. And so they were excited. They went and they saw Mary and Joseph and the little boy in the, in the manger, just as the angels had told them. And then they went and told everybody around that area. It says in verse 22 that on the eighth day, when the time required by Moses had come to dedicate him to the Lord, Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Jerusalem. And it says they offered two young pigeons or two young doves. Now, this offering, the offering that was prescribed was there were allowances made for rich people, not so rich people, and very poor people. The offering they made for their firstborn son was the offering that was available for poor people to make. This is indicative that Joseph and Mary were not people of means. And so you probably could have already figured that out with their baby having been born in an animal trough in a manger. But uh, the fact that they offered these two young pigeons or turtle doves instead of a lamb um, indicates that they didn't have a lot of money. But they were following the law of Moses. And so Jesus was a Jew, born to a Jewish mother and father under the law, and he observed the law of Moses and the Torah all the days of his life. He fulfilled the scriptures, every aspect of the life of a believing Jew in the first century. And then we read in verse 25 that there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout, and he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was on him, because it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. So we don't know how old this man Simeon was, but when he saw the baby Jesus in the arms of Joseph and Mary, who were presenting him at the temple, he recognized him as the Messiah and began to prophesy over Jesus and prophesy over Mary as well. And so we had the witness of this man. And then we have the witness of a woman as well. There was an old prophetess, Anna, uh, who was there. She was 84 years old, and she came up to them at that very moment, giving thanks to God, and she spoke about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. So we have the the witness of both a man and a woman that this baby Jesus was, in fact, the Messiah. It's interesting that the gospel is not just for men. It's not just for women. It's for all men, for all women, for all nations, every tribe, tongue, and nation. And so, Lord, we thank you for the birth of Jesus Christ. We thank you that he was born in Bethlehem, just as the prophets had foretold. We thank you that you gave the revelation to shepherds, and Jesus is indeed our shepherd and the great shepherd of all the sheep, all the people of God. We thank you, Lord, that his family, though poor, are not poor anymore. 
They're living in the riches and glory with Jesus forever and ever. We thank you for Simeon and Anna, their testimony that Jesus was the Messiah. And we thank you for the gospel writer Luke, recording these details that are not revealed in the other gospels. We pray, Lord, that we too might be good representatives of the Lord Jesus, our Messiah. Lord, use us today and always. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.